0: Welcome to season two of Between Two Blue Devils. I'm Mark Horner, your host, and this is a podcast featuring teachers, administrators, alumni, and community members of the beautiful city of Talmage, Ohio. This podcast is about stories, their stories, the stories of people who love kids, love their city, and love the pursuit of education. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And while you're at it, feel free to share the podcast with a friend, tweet it out, posted on Facebook. Snap it out. Be sure to leave a review. And now, without further ado, I bring you Season 2. Kick back, grab a cup of coffee from Crimson Cup, and enjoy getting to know some of the amazing people who love Talmadge and love our kids. Well, we are back, and let me be completely vulnerable with you. This is our third time <laughs> recording this podcast because Mr. Tech Wizard here keeps screwing things up, so I'm just going to be completely honest with you. To you in the audience, you're going to hear a dog bark. You're going to hear a cat meow. You'll probably hear my my wife uh, hollering at the, the pets, and heck, you might even hear my son screaming over his Fortnite game upstairs because we have spent an hour trying to do this, and I have screwed it up. But it is well worth your time and my time to do this a third time and talk to our very special guest. So I'm going to allow our guest to introduce herself, and then we're going to get right into the nitty-gritty. Who are you? Who's my special guest on this Between (laughs) Two Blue Devils alumni edition?
1: For the third time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My name is Anastasia Saric. I graduated Talmud High School in 2019, and... Yeah, that's it. For now.
0: (laughs) For now, you know, so here's the thing I I thought I got to know you really well when I had you um, when you were a junior in our human behavior class. But now that this is the third time recording (laughs) this, I know you really, really well. So I want to take that knowledge and I want you to share it with our audience who, uh, you know, who I know they're dying to hear about you so you are well traveled you are well versed you are well experienced there's all kinds of things about you that are so super exciting (laughs) but um one of the reasons i'm so excited that you're here is because way back in your junior year probably day two or day three you were the first to volunteer for our between two ferns little talk show that is kind of the grandfather of this between two blue devils, and I'll never forget when you sat there in front of the classroom. Um, you were super vulnerable, and what you actually did that day is you set the stage for one of the most uh, amazing semesters I've ever had oh, as a teacher. Wow.
1: Thank you. Yeah,
0: uh, and it really was because you opened up and you told us so many things about who you are. Uh, at that time as a junior in high school and what you had struggled with and where you had been successful and how you had combated a lot of insecurities and a lot of different issues. So are you okay if we talk about some of that stuff?
1: Oh, I'm more than open to talk about that. If me talking about it helps somebody else, then let's, let's do it. Let's go for it.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Where would you like to begin?
1: You know... We've done this twice, <laughs> so, I, so I think the way that we had it before, with just a small little synopsis of the beginning to now, and then fiddling it all in.
0: All right. So. Well, let's talk about your arrival in the United States of to America. Yes
1: U.S. of A. Um, so, for those of you who know me, who are listening to this podcast, you guys know that I was born in Serbia the great motherland. Um, And so I was born in 2000 and around 2001, 2002, my parents decided to take the jump and apply for a visa for the U.S. And funnily enough, we actually applied for the U.S. and Australia. So my dad and my parents wanted to go to Australia, but the U.S. actually gave our visas first. So we moved to the U.S.
0: So you, you didn't is, share that. I didn't the share last... that the last two times.
1: <laughs> so changing it up a bit.
0: You could have been living in the land down down down, I, down I, under.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm
0: getting tired. <laughs>
1: I could have, but that could have changed my life drastically. But so we moved to to the U S. and moved to Ohio. Um, like I mentioned before, we um, when you move to the U S. you aren't able to choose your state. The government kind of just places you wherever they feel you could, I guess, "quote unquote," survive. Mm-hmm. Without, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, a job or anything. So placed us in Ohio. We moved around Ohio a little bit. So we, I kind of grew up in Akron, moved to Springfield and then Talmadge. <laughs> and then went to Talmadge from fourth grade until I graduated last year as a senior.
0: Wow. You're, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, you. you think about all the changes, all the moves that you made and how you could have gone to Springfield or you could have... Right. Ended up in Australia, but the fact that you ended up here in Talmadge, uh, blessing us oh. is, I mean, that's, yeah. I call that divine intervention, but you can <laughs> call it luck, a quinky dink, or whatever you want to call it, but it's, it, it's awesome that you ended up here. Now, you um, reflect back on your time as a Talmage student. It was horrid. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially middle school, right? (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't remember middle school.
0: (laughs) You blocked it out. I
1: blocked all that out. I only remember high school on. (laughs) No, but it was incredible. I loved my four years at Talmadge High School again. I don't remember middle school. Um, It was just great. I loved the people I was around. I did the career program that Talmadge offers where half the day we did... um, theater-related things, so script analysis, acting process, set construction. And then the other half, I did my normal, quote-unquote, normal um, high school classes like science, math. And it was great. I met some amazing people that I'm still friends with now. Mm-hmm. Um, we hang out. Well, not now because of COVID, but we're still really close. We keep in touch, and it was incredible. I just, I learned a lot about myself and where I wanted to go and what I wanted to change in the world. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school. So it was great. I don't, I don't regret anything.
0: A lot of people aren't aware of the career program that, mm-hmm. that we offer. And uh, what is that called? And who happens to be the teacher of that program?
1: Well, it's called, um, the, oh my gosh, I'm literally blanking. I've said it so many times.
0: <laughs> Theater Arts. Uh, Theater Arts Career Academy. Yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> it is. I mean, it's a grind. We've been doing this a while here.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, and, um. The amazing teacher David Obney teaches that uh, career program as well as he directs the fall plays. So being in that program plus the fall play for four years, I spent a lot of time with that man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we kind of grew with each other. We um, did a couple experiments with the fall play and like double casted a show once, which you know was a learning experience. We we did a lot and.
0: What do you mean double casted?
1: So my junior year, we did Steel Magnolias. Yeah. And when we were auditioning, uh, Mr. Obney had mentioned how he didn't know if he wanted to just do one main cast, because there were so many talented actresses who were auditioning. Mm -hmm. Um, Ultimately, he decided to double cast the show, so we had two different casts. Okay. We had uh, my cast, and then the other cast, and I believe this was the first time we did a matinee performance. Okay. So the second cast, I don't remember, I think I think had the matinee performance and the saturday performance and my cast had thursday and friday okay i could be wrong i don't remember the dates but i do know we each had two performances
0: i did not know that yeah that's really interesting and what a cool thing that because then like more people were able to get involved and, and explore the arts themselves that's that's pretty cool now mr obney is one of our previous guests uh he Probably holds the record for most, you know, downloads as far as episodes are concerned. So you want to go back and check it out. I think it's episode five or six of season one. But uh, you you talk quite fondly of yes, about Mister sure. <laughs> Obney. What is it about Mister Obney, the teacher, that that's so special to you?
1: I I mean I just think it's his charisma and it's his care for his students. I know um, when I was a freshman in high school, my parents went through a divorce, and that was kind of really hard for any child to see their parents divorce especially like when you're 13 14 Mm -hmm. going into high school and that's when I really got involved in the fall plays was my freshman year and then after that I decided to do the career program and he just is so understanding he's a very incredible teacher as well as person Mm -hmm. so he gave us a space to be ourselves we were able to goof around and kind of lay low or like Shut off steam i don't know the proper term or whatever (laughs) blow off some steam blow off steam this is he i don't know (laughs) but we were able to blow off steam and just be ourselves in an environment that sometimes didn't allow it Mm -hmm. um yeah because we had some students that were um exploring sexuality there were some students who were uncomfortable with who they they were and he just gave us a, a space to be safe which was incredible he's He's just an awesome man, so you guys should go listen to that podcast, learn more about him from his point of view. I could blab about him for hours, but this is about me, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I like to, you know, part of the the, the purpose, the, the mission, uh, season one was to interview teachers, to expose everybody to the wonderful teachers that, that are here in Talmadge, and now we're actually expanding into not only teachers, but then alumni, and also, just other people throughout the community who are just, just wonderful. Uh, and so, you talking about Mr. Obney and sharing, you know, what what he does as a teacher mm-hmm. and as a mentor, and how he created an environment where it allowed you to explore your craft, right, and express yourself, and it it turned you on to what it is that you're passionate about now, right? You know, and now in two days. You're moving to Orlando.
1: I am. It's crazy. You're
0: saying goodbye to the winters?
1: I am. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love fall. I love seasons. So mm. I love like transitioning from summer to fall into winter. So I don't know how Florida's going to be, but uh, my stepbrother actually lives down there. He went to Full sale for graphic design. He told me, and he was like, in the first two months, you're going to get so used to it that your blood is going to thin. And when you come back to ohio you're gonna be absolutely freezing yep i was like oh no but
0: well i can I'm i excited. can attest to that because uh you know i, I spent a semester when i was in college mm-hmm. down in florida and i'll never forget it. we arrived I uh, maybe in december actually I, it was actually after christmas break uh so it was january and i went down i had a t-shirt on shorts a hat sandals and we got out and i remember when we arrived on campus It was evening, so it was already dark out, and I got out, and people were walking around with long sleeves and sweatshirts, and and I thought, this weather's beautiful. I'm coming (laughs) from Ohio in January down to here. You guys are crazy dressing like that. It didn't take long before your body kind of adjusts. your body
1: gets used to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a different type of warm and cold feeling that you have down there. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do down in Florida?
1: Well, I got accepted into Full Sail University. Shout out. Um, you guys should sponsor the podcast, <laughs> um,
0: but I got... Well, into... we'll add them. We'll make sure we add oh, them. Oh, yeah, for sure. So.
1: <laughs> but I got into their film program, so it's a 20-month program where I will be getting my four-year degree bachelor's in 20 months. Okay. So, it's very vigorous schedules, but the classes look so fun. I looked at my schedule. My first class is the psychology of play.
0: The psychology of play. Right? Wow. Oh, I was like,
1: whoa. So, I have, like, one class a month, and then two classes a month, and then one class a month, and you keep going that way. Oh, that's kind of cool. I'm excited. It's like a different format. Yeah. So you like burn through really quickly. So I'm excited.
0: So you're going to be living on campus?
1: Actually, the thing with Full Sail is they don't um, have dorms. Okay. Um, So, but they do work with apartment complexes where um, if you're a Full Sail student, um, you can get some discounts on apartments. Okay. So you can get a one-bedroom, a two-bedroom, or a three-bedroom. Funnily enough, we finally finalized my application for our apartment today. Me and my three roommates, two roommates, excuse me. So we're showing a three bedroom, which is exciting yeah. but terrifying, but so, exciting.
0: So your two roommates, you probably just virtually like I've never on Zoom them. or something. Yeah,
1: so Full Sail um, sends you like a housing guide, so okay. it h- sends you a guide of all the apartment complexes that, that they work with, and then they send you a roommate list. You can only um, find roommates that are going to full sale. Okay. So, um, when I got to that process, to that point of my like application process, you had to call housing and they set up a profile. It's kind of like Um, a dating app. Oh yeah. (laughs) So like they give you like your name, your A roommate speed dating activity, so. Pretty much. Your name, age, um, if you smoke, um, if you are going to have pets, if you're going to have a car and then a little bit about you. Um, and so with that, they send you one every week, every Friday, they update it and you go through that list, and it's your job to find your roommates. So I was fortunate enough to find two roommates that we just kind of clicked from texting, and then we Zoomed, got to see each other face-to-face. and So yeah, it's not like jumping headfirst to people I don't know. Well, I don't really know them, but you know, I've seen them, I've met them, I get the vibe.
0: Yeah. So. Well, it's funny you would mention that, because with COVID being what it is, um, I remember back in March when it when March thirteenth, when everything came to a screeching everything halt,
1: everything closed, yeah.
0: Yeah, and we uh, kind of went into that period where you couldn't do anything. I mean, honestly, I was struggling, and it was it was tough. Oh, we were wow. all struggling. It was really tough. And then I was I was invited into a group on Facebook called Men and Ed, mm-hmm. and I met um, a bunch of fellow educators, mm-hmm. um, and we became friends. And since then. I've become really, really close with a bunch of them. As a matter of fact, there's four other men, and we're in this little group. We call ourselves the Fab Five, but we Zoom <laughs> about once That's a amazing. week, and we've never met each other, and yet the, the interesting thing is I, I can honestly tell you that those four guys are like four of my closest friends, and you know they know me better than most most teachers at the high school, Right. and it's all been because of an app called Voxer and because of Zoom. Right. You know, we always joke around about how it's going to be cool to meet each other someday in person. In person. Right. But it's just something weird about the 21st century. Now, you got, you've got you got Zoom, is. you've got Google Meet, and you're able to meet people and hang out. Heck, my wife and I, we've been Zooming during lunch. She's my lunch date every day. <laughs> so I get to <laughs> uh, I get to Zoom and chat with her. And I just think that's the greatest thing in the world. It's the highlight of my day. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Ah. But, uh, it, it, you know, when you look back at high school, and so you're... And this is, when we look at alumnus, a lot of times people are always like, you know, well, you've got to be graduated, you got to have a job, and all that stuff before you can come back and drop some knowledge, but you're very I different like, than that.
1: I came back right after I graduated. <laughs> I graduated, I was like, I'm coming back. <laughs>
0: why, why did you want to come back?
1: I just, at that point after I graduated, I had traveled a little bit, and I went to LA, did some business yeah. in LA, which was super cool, and... I don't know, I, I, I felt the need to come back and share mm-hmm. because I knew, um, at least when I was like junior, senior, I was contemplating, should I go to college, should I not go to college, what am I going to do after I graduate? It's kind of like getting hit by a bus. Yeah. Especially senior oh, year, when you're getting your cap and gown, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do after this. <laughs> so I just thought it would be helpful for me to come back and be like, guys, I know I just graduated, but let me tell you what I've done since I've graduated. Mm-hmm. Not much, but... Just to let you know that you don't have to go to college. You can do other options. You can go to college after. Like it's so much, but I just wanted to share.
0: I thought that was Shared so cool. I mean, <laughs> you pursued me, and you're like, listen, I want to come back to your class. I want to talk to your students. I want to come mm-hmm. talk to your kids, and you did, and and that's what you did. You you talked to them. Hey, listen, you can travel. You should travel. You can do this. You should pursue what you love. Yeah, pursue what sure. you love, and, and you know, not only did you tell them that, but that's what you've been modeling as well.
1: That's like my motto, is always just do whatever you want to do. If that's going into the military, go into the military. If what you want to do after is work and not go to college, then do that. College is not for everybody, and it took me a while to figure that out because I kind of forced myself to go to Kent State Mm -hmm. right after I graduated, which no shade to Kent State. It just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wasn't learning much, and I didn't like the environment. I I wasn't getting pushed. In a sense of knowledge, I was things that I already knew from the career program. Mm-hmm. I went for theater performance, so I kind of already knew the gist of it.
0: So, Mr. Obney in the program so Mr. very much program really prepared you for
1: that. 100%. Honestly, like, I remember I had an acting process class, and on the roster, it said Stanislavski. For those of you who don't know who Stanislavski is, he did a lot of um, acting methods. And in the career program that I did, we heavily studied Stanislavski. And so when I got into that class in college, I was like, oh, Stanislavski! I love Stanislavski! Like, are we going to learn about Chekhov? And my professor looked at me and was like, no. He's like, that's (laughs) next year. I was like, why is that next year? Like, this is basic stuff. And all the other students around me were like, who's Chekhov? I don't know who that is. Uh, I was like, oh, not to brag, but no. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But I really honestly was so, I don't want to brag about it. I was advanced yeah. To say the to say the least of the knowledge that I had. So I wasn't getting pushed.
0: And We're okay decided, if if Talmadge City School prepared you. <laughs> prepared me so, so well. well. And you want to brag about that, we readily <laughs> encourage that.
1: Encourage it. So yeah, and then after a semester, I dropped out and then signed with a, a local agency here in Akron. And then I went, or Fairlawn, excuse me, and then went to Los Angeles. I met with um, agents, managers, casting directors, was able to audition in front of them which was incredible. We were there for about a week, which was the craziest week of my life. Mm-hmm. Didn't sleep very well, didn't sleep much. Cause oh, I know, I watched working. the vlog,
0: don't worry, I okay. watched them. <laughs> we'll plug
1: my YouTube channel in a second. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and so, what was really cool with that experience was not only getting to go to LA and for a business trip, but I was able to meet with Julie Abrams, who is the talent manager for DreamScope Entertainment. And she wow. does a business intensive, a six month business intensive, Where you dive into the business side of acting, so you do like mock auditions and you do acting, but she also talks about the business side of, of the entertainment industry with like how much your agents take a percentage, your managers, your the taxes you pay as an actor, all of that stuff that I didn't know about. Yeah. And so she gave me that for free, like it was a full ride scholarship. She sat me down and was like, "I really believe in you. I I like what I see in you. I would love for you to do this." Um, like all on us and it's incredible. I've started doing it and it's...
0: So is it an online school? It's online. And so
1: we've been able to meet with like people in the industry like managers, casting directors. It's incredible we just started so we're supposed to start all the way in march but obviously with what's happened in the world we just started it so that on top of college and full sale it's a lot but i'm very excited well
0: what a great story because you know i wasn't aware of that and and so you go out there and obviously it was a kind of a little bit of a costly trip to get out there it was
1: pretty expensive but it was
0: an investment in your future and and it's gonna pay dividends Right. I don't know if it was this one or if it was the previous uh, episode that we had a little recorded we kinda of <laughs> recorded. But you know, it's a lot about what you know, you've got to outwork the competition, right? Yeah, yeah as a matter of yeah. fact, I think it was the last one that we muted <laughs> when we were talking about how you like to read a lot of autobiographies because yeah. you hear the personal stories of those who are in the field in which you love. Yeah. And how they through hard work and effort, and and making investments in their future, they're able to create other opportunities. Right. And um and so then that's that was when I dropped that Ben Franklin Benjamin Franklin yeah, quote yeah. that was so well placed in that other but episode. But I'm it dropped, was
1: muted. So it no was muted. Gonna but it. I'm going to say it
0: again, anyways. You know when Ben Franklin said, "Yes, I believe in luck. The harder you work, the luckier you get." And that's exactly what it sounds like you're doing. I mean, you are working hard. You're making sacrifices, and you're uh, and you're paying your dues to pursue what it is that you love
1: yeah we'll see how far i get i mean i'm pretty sure it's gonna be far it's all manifestation it's all positive thinking it's all you know i mean you you can try to get like what's the word i'm trying to say you can get gratification from somebody else yeah and when somebody else oh you can do it that's not enough you have to get it from yourself as well oh yeah the only person you have to have approval from is from yourself, because if you keep holding yourself back, you're never going to learn. I think Justin Sua actually, <laughs> plug, uh, <laughs> Justin Sua, I think posted on Instagram or Twitter where he said that, you know, you learn nothing in your comfort zone. You have to mm-hmm. get out of it to learn. I was like, wow, that's very true because mm-hmm. I was very reluctant to move to Florida. Um, cause it's one thing to move out of your parents' house from living with them for 18, mm-hmm. 19 years, but also moving to another state. With people I don't know. So, I mean, it's exciting. I'm very excited for that new chapter. No risk, life. no
0: reward, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: well, even Justin Sua's podcast today talked about the importance of failure. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, when you fail, you have to use, you have to reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, and then learn from it. And then build on that failure. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way you're going to grow. That's the only way that you're going to succeed in what it is that you want. As an... Uh, as any in any field, as a teacher, like today, I'll be honest with you, uh, after one of my blocks, I, I mean, I stopped a few minutes short and I looked at my kids and I said, man, this sucked. And that's exactly <laughs> what I said. This whole block, I have just dropped the ball. I totally failed. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm going to be better yeah. in two days. I was like, not tomorrow, but in, uh, I'll be better tomorrow. But in two days, on Friday, when you come back, I'm going to make up for it. Because right. everything I tried, even my delivery was bad, but it was an opportunity for me to reflect and then to grow and, right. and then to, uh, to to get better. And, and that's what it's about, right? Exactly. You, um, I mean, you, you don't want to have regrets someday and right. not pursuing what you loved. So much of your life, and I remember when I go back to that interview that we did um, in the classroom where you set the stage where you were like totally vulnerable and open, you set the mm-hmm. stage... For a culture in that classroom where kids felt open to talk about things that they struggled with, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody knows that high school. There are a lot of good things to high school, but there are a lot of uh, a lot of struggles and a lot mm-hmm. of uh, a lot of things that we like to forget. But yeah, you know, what were some of the uh, the things that you struggled with while you were in high school?
1: Oh man, um, a lot of it was was like a. And a culmination from freshman year when my parents got divorced, I slipped into a really bad depression that year. Um, My anxiety also got really bad. And I remember when this lockdown happened way in March, it kind of came back, Mm -hmm. um, which is something I'm very forward in talking about is mental health. I think it's very important to speak out about it because, at least for me, I remember when I was first going through really bad depressive episodes my freshman year, it was scary because I didn't feel like I had anybody to talk to. It kind of felt like you were dealing it by by yourself, but yeah. you're not. So that's why I'm very open with talking about it. But yeah, I suffered with severe depression and anxiety. And um, I think theater and acting was the only way for me to forget about all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was able to channel my energy into something else. And tell a story of somebody else who wasn't me, but me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, does that make sense? Yeah,
0: no, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. When
0: um, I remember you sitting there and and sharing and then kind of looking at the other students and watching them and man they were glued to you (laughs) I mean they were glued and they were hanging on your every word and then I noticed a a lot of other students as you talked about the anxiety Mm -hmm. and the depression I noticed them you know nod their head and
1: yeah and
0: I know a lot of them came up and talked to you afterwards about it Uh, it's very real
1: yeah, it is, and it's 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 the worst when you have people tell you that you do it for attention or you don't really have it, and that just kind of causes it to, like, spiral even more. Um, I just think being able to talk about it and having somebody to talk to or even just journaling about it. I know that's something that I do when I can't talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I will just write my thoughts down or take a couple of deep breaths or music. I listen to a lot of music to calm myself. It, I mean, there's different ways that different people... Um, cope with it or you know try to live life normally as much as they can with it so
0: when when you found out your parents were getting a divorce and and it seemed like maybe your the world as you knew it It was was, crumbling crumbling (laughs) around you Um, how long was it from the first time that you started to feel depressed and anxious Um, how long was it from that point to when somebody recognized or somebody talked to you about it
1: um i would say i don't really remember a lot of my freshman year i think i was very very depressed so i don't remember a lot of it um i think when i really started to talk about it it was my junior year so i went a couple a little bit of a length of time without talking to anybody about Mm it but then when like with mr obney and we, we talked with him about it and you know, he was very understanding, very, because every now and then, like, you'd come into class and not be in the mood to do anything. Um, And some teachers didn't really understand that. They just kind of kept piling stuff on you. Mm -hmm. But Mr. Abney was like, you know what? I get it. Don't worry about it. Take care of yourself. And then we'll get back to whatever else we need to do. Mm -hmm. So I think it was junior year when I finally started to actually take care of my mental health. Because before then, I was like, oh, this is what it is. This is what I live with. This is what... It's gonna be for the rest of my life, but then junior year is yeah when I took control and was like, no, I don't want this to define me. I want my work to define me. I want the messages that I spread about mental health or culture or whatever to define me, not this. That yes, it's a part of who I am, but it doesn't it doesn't control me as much as it did before.
0: Yeah, wow, and and so then that's where human behavior came into play. That is
1: that that is where human behavior came into play. Absolutely, and,
0: and you were able to then human behavior is what we call our psychology class it's called psychology now but um but at that moment then you sharing with the rest of the class which then yeah. again created an environment where everyone felt vulnerable people got up there and they shared so. that
1: was crazy to see after that one full class period which I took up um after that everyone was just or like came up to me and were like hey like that was really brave of you to speak out about that and I was very open to like, if you need somebody to talk to, you could always come to me. And I still say that to anybody, even Mm -hmm. the kids who are still in in school now, um, that were freshmen then. I'm like, listen, if you need to talk about anything to anybody, DM me, I'll give you my phone number, we'll do whatever, like I'm here to help you, because I didn't have that. I would like to be that for somebody else. So if you're listening to this, (laughs) and you need somebody to talk to, I'm here, so.
0: So, uh, that's just you know, one of the qualities about you that I so deeply admire is that your willingness, I mean, you're compassionate and you, you're you empathetic and you, you you want to love other people. And uh, and I also know that's why you are always wanting to share that story. Like you pursued yeah. me to be in the classroom. You're, you're like, hey, if you ever need anybody on the podcast, I'll, I'll be yeah. more than happy to share. I mean, you have such a, a wonderful story. So looking back on, so you got it, you're, you're what, 20? I'll
1: be 20 in December. 20 I'm De-
0: December what? 21st. December, oh, almost Christmas. December 21st.
1: Christmas.
0: Almost Christmas time for us. For you guys, not for All right, me. Right, <laughs> not for you. When is your Christmas?
1: January 7th.
0: January 7th, okay. Yeah. So, looking back on your, we'll just say 20 years of life. Mm-hmm. Give me a moment that you're mo- most proud of.
1: Oh my goodness, most proud of career-wise... Anything. (sighs) Personal-wise? Well, we'll go personal-wise and then career-wise. Okay. Um, I would say personal-wise is when... I remember one time I had like an epiphany. I was at a red light. (laughs) (laughs) Very like dramatic. I was at a red light. And for some reason, that whole day was just not the best day. I wasn't having the best day, the best mental health. And I was like, well, I wish I would have changed this that I did yesterday. I was regretting a lot that I... Did in my life. And then I sat there. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I cannot change it. There's no way to change the past. The best thing to do is live in the moment and learn from things that you did in the past. There you go. So I think personal accomplishment for me is taking care of my mental health, taking care of just myself because you have only one you. Mm -hmm. Like you are a temple, you're a vessel, you're there to share stories. So I was just like, you know what, I gotta take care of myself. So I did, and I changed my life around, and got a little happier, and <laughs> so... But career-wise, I think, is just taking that step to go to college to get my degree and Something that's kind of, like, crazy to get a degree in, which is film. Mm-hmm. For some people, in some people's mind, it's kind of weird. Um, that, and... Oh. My YouTube channel. I love doing that. That's like one of my favorite things to do on my on my free time. It's so fun.
0: It it, it you know what it is fun, but you got to be honest with me. The first yeah. time you uploaded your very first video. Oh,
1: I want to delete it.
0: <laughs> so you were a little bit nervous about it.
1: I was because it was. It's like what you. It's like when you do anything for the first time. Yeah. So I was kind of like stiff. I will like rewatch some of the older videos. And I'm like. <laughs> like, if I knew what I know now, back then, I would have changed so much. But I was very stiff, not very organic. But now, looking at the videos that I post, I do a lot of movie commentary now. Yeah. And I wa- I do that, and I watch those videos. And I'm like, wow, see, that's my personality. Like, I didn't have that in the first, like, three videos that I uploaded.
0: It's... But it's so strange. It, it takes so much vulnerability to do that because once you hit that upload button.
1: There's no going back. You could no delete it, it but yeah. <laughs> you just spent like.
0: But it's all over the place. And I felt the same way about my first episode, you know, yeah. of the podcast. You're like, oh, I mean, I hesitated forever and a day to even start because I'm like, well, it's going to be out there and who but, wants to listen I, to me and who exactly. wants to listen, you know, and all that. And you start that.
1: doubting yourself and you're like, well, what would I even talk about? What would I do? Who would listen? And. It's I mean, you just gotta take the step to do it. So. You do.
0: Well, I had a lot of people who were telling me, just do it, just do it, just do it. And Exactly. Uh, a lot of them were are part of the Teach Better team that I'm an ambassador of and they mm-hmm. were really the big motivator. And then my wife bought me this nice little uh, microphone, and I remember she got it for me for Christmas last year, and then she's like, You ever gonna record a podcast? I'm like, Yeah, uh, eventually. I'll yeah, get I'll and then, get there. then I hopped on Amazon. She may not even know this and she's listening. Right now, I hopped on Amazon I'm like, "Whoa, you spent two hundred bucks on that microphone! I better put a podcast out." So I think two days later, I was like, "Boom, we're we're <laughs> the first, first...
1: episode."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and then and off and running. But yeah, it certainly takes a lot of vulnerability to put yourself out there. Um, so I'm going to ask you just kind of a, a quick array of questions, kind of on the spot. fire. Let's get You know it. what? Let's do it this way. Let's do something a little different. One of my friends, uh, he does this on his podcast, and I kind of like it. I'm gonna ask you a question, and then okay. you can ask me a question.
1: <gasps> okay. How's that? We could do that. So
0: I will ask you this question. We just keep them low key. They don't have to be anything serious. What is the name of you? Well, it can be serious if you want.
1: Okay. <laughs> what
0: is the name of your most favorite book? The book that you would recommend to anybody, Ooh, to everybody.
1: Book. Oh, that's um, War and Peace. War. I know that's like a weird thing for like somebody my age to recommend somebody. Or anything Tolstoy, but War and Peace is my favorite book of all time. I've read it like six times already.
0: I, I remember love that. you saying that when yeah. you were a junior. <laughs> I remember, and I remember thinking the same thing I'm thinking right what? now: like, wow, wow. War
1: and Peace, yeah. War all right, Peace. your turn. Um, what is your go-to movie?
0: My go-to, ah, eh, you know what? I'm a big Shawshank Redemption yeah. fan. Although I will tell you, when it comes to movies, you know, when you start, I'm like, I remember not too long ago. We were sitting around. I'm like, ah, it's time for the kids to watch Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> then you start watching it, you know, and I'm like, oh, wait.
1: No, it's not. No, no, wait.
0: We'll wait a few more years. You know, it's kind of like the uh, the the 80s hair bands music. Or like, I'm like, Kelsey, no, your music is terrible. And then I throw on some poison. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, you're like, okay, never
1: mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, all I'm right. So if I were to turn on your, if I were to hit the music icon on your iPhone, oh, what would be right the song you're going to show me?
1: Yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. Where is it? You can read it right there. It's Killer Queen by Queen. I don't know how loud it is. Yeah. It's the end of the song. Because <laughs> I listen to it all the time. I'm a huge Queen fan. I don't know what it is. It's kind of weird because growing up my parents, we listened to a lot of Serbian rock and roll is what I grew up on. Mm. So as I grew older, I kind of branched into American music. Well, uh, Queen isn't American. They're from London, but they're big in the U S so I was able to dabble in like my own music taste. So it's very old school. Um, Queen, Led Zeppelin, Twisted Sister, um, Billy Joel.
0: I, I gotta tell you, if this were like a live, like Facebook Live thing, and there were <laughs> there's a like button right now or hearts, yeah. Mr. Swindell would be. <laughs> there would be hearts all over the place every time <laughs> you mention one of those bands.
1: Yeah, I I don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't really vibe with modern music. Uh, well, I guess the only like modern artist I listen to is Harry Styles, just because his Fine Line album has very like kind of like 70s feel to it in my opinion so i like it does have a little bit
0: of that vibe yeah it is funny um, when i play harry styles in the hallway i'll like i'll crank up one or two of his songs uh it's on one of the playlists and just watching all these little girls swoon as they walk down the hallway stop and they start (laughs) listening and but um and i think i told you earlier i you know i play a lot of classic rock or a lot of like the old stuff and Um, I have a, there's a colleague of mine across the hallway the other day, or just today actually, came over and he said, I love the music that you play because you're educating these young kids (laughs) on what real music is about with a real message and you know, all that. So it's, it's kind of funny. funny. So
1: I, yeah, I collect records, which is another really weird thing for some people. Um, I collect records. So I'll go to like estate sales or any like garage sales and I'll find, I have a lot of Queen albums. I have like six more before I get every single Queen album. So I'm trying to do that. But that's besides
0: the point. That's pretty cool.
1: <sighs> Vinyl's in again. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy. But I remember I was at an estate sale once and I got uh, a Donna Summer album. Love Donna Summer. And... The lady was like, "Oh, like is this a gift for somebody?" I I replied, "No, nope, it's <laughs> for me. I love vinyls." So we talked for like fifteen minutes about vinyls and music and.
0: So Donna Summer on the you know, you're listening, you're reading War and Peace, you know, you're uh... and then I, you know, <laughs> I know it's not my turn to ask this question. Well, you go can ahead. ask your question, then I'll ask okay, that question.
1: Okay. Um. If oh, if you could go anywhere in the world, let's say like travel expenses all paid for, hotel, everything. Where would you go? Where's the one place you would want to go visit?
0: Where would I go? Where where would I want to go visit?
1: Yeah. It could be a city. It could be a country. Uh,
0: Yeah. You know what? I would probably, man, that's a tough question because I don't, I've never really put a whole lot of thought into this because I'm pretty content. Usually, usually when it comes to traveling, I kind of get trumped. My wife tells me we're going to the beach. I say, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Right? So, uh, I, I would say.
1: (laughs) All right. The beach it is. (laughs) uh, Yeah.
0: Um, I, I would love to go to England. Uh, I would love to go to Ireland. You know, we have some family roots, uh, we're a bit Irish and so. It would be cool to go to Ireland um, and New Zealand. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'd like to visit the Shire. Sick.
1: Shout out to yeah. Mrs.
0: Dunton who got married there. Did you know that? I didn't
1: know she got Mrs. married Dunton there. Mrs. Dunton got
0: married two years ago in the Shire.
1: <gasps> Miss Dunton, if you listen to this, that is incredible. <laughs> yeah, so
0: I actually got to get her back on and re-interview her. I had a technological glitch with her interview, so... Uh, actually, I'm going to do that. I'm going to reach out to her tomorrow. So uh, the question I was going to ask you is, tell us about this thing that you're doing on Instagram. I saw that since you... Instagram? Uh, you know, what am I doing the, on Instagram? The pictures where you're like...
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so going back to like me being a really big Queen fan, uh, my friend Olivia Slane, um, she graduated... like This year. This year, yeah, 2020. Graduated, wow. She graduated already. Anyway, so she graduated in 2020 and she is... A photographer, she does videography, excuse me, and she's incredibly talented.
0: Yes, she is. And
1: she did my senior photos, she did, like, trailers for the fall play and all this stuff, and I reached out to her, and I I told her, she knew I was moving, and I told her, I'm like, hey, she's going to Cleveland State now for film and um, photography, I believe. Mm -hmm. So she's in Cleveland, I reached out to her and said, you know, I'm leaving in a little bit, would you mind we did one last photo shoot together? She replied in like a second. I was like, yes, I want to. Tell me the idea, and we'll we'll do it. So I booked a date with her, and I told her, I, I texted her, I was like, this is the theme that I want. I want to recreate some of Freddie Mercury's photographs. She's like, cool. So I sent her the reference photos that I wanted. She's like, okay, that's doable. So she came over, and we shot them, and then she edited them, and they came out Beautifully,
0: yeah, they're pretty cool.
1: And yeah, I've gotten a lot of compliments on them. Uh, Some people were like, "Oh, I see you're a really big Queen fan." I'm like, (laughs) "Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like, I've always had a weird, like, spiritual connection with Freddie Mercury. I don't know why. I don't know. People might think I'm crazy, but I do feel like weirdly attached to him, even though he's (laughs) deceased. Rest in peace. But Something about him. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, who knows? I mean, it, he's an artist and he.
1: Maybe because he was an immigrant too and he made it. And I was like, you know what? I like you.
0: And <laughs> there's that those auto autobiographical stories, you know, people right. who, who work, they, you know, they, they love what they do and they work as hard as they can and they create opportunity. Yeah. So, he's an awesome source of inspiration.
1: He's just awesome. Like, I will, like, watch interviews with him for hours on end and be like, okay, I need to act like him. Be unapologetically me. Got it. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, My turn for a question. Do you want to do one more each? Sure. One more each. Sounds good. Um, Let's make this a good one. Let me see. Um, Oh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be?
0: If I could have any superpower... You know what I would love? I would love the superpower of 100%. Well, now, see, this is the problem. You're asking a psychology <laughs> teacher this. And now, you know, you start Sorry. thinking about, okay, this would be great. Oh, no, wait a second. What's but the psychological? Psychologically, no. Yeah, you know, <laughs> do I want to be a super taster? Well, you know, you know, I thought, like, super retention would be great. So every book I read, I could like remember. It's a
1: like Spencer read from Criminal Minds. I don't yeah. know if you watch that show, but... Yeah.
0: So, or, or even better yet, honestly, I wish I could have the superpower of speed, which would mean that I would have knees that worked appropriately. So, (laughs) and they didn't ache and hurt all the time. I could run again. So that's my superpower. Uh, I, I will ask you, you. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a couple more questions because okay, it's go ahead. my podcast. Uh, and we can do it. We, yes, that's right. <laughs> so, um, you, you know that some of the questions that I would kind of wrap things up with, mm-hmm. uh, one would be, do you have like a life quote or mantra you want to share with? Um,
1: Hmm. Oh, it's a Freddie Mercury quote. Sorry. Um, but he, he said something along the lines of, uh, someone will always be, prettier than you, smarter than you, better than you, but nobody will be you. Hmm. And I don't know, that just stuck with me because with like growing up or just life in general, you always want to be, how do I word this? Especially like with today's day and age, with social media, Instagram, you see a reel of people's lives that they want you to see. Yeah. So they post things that make them look happy and this and that, but they're going through things as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I think... Seeing those photographs, you're like, oh, I want to be like them. They their life looks amazing, but then then you wouldn't be yourself, mm-hmm. and you add something to the world whether you see it yet or not. Yeah. So you just have to unlock your meaning in the world. Yeah.
0: So well, you are uniquely you, right? And, Thank you. <laughs> and uh, and and that's that's one of the things that that we um, that I try to share a lot in the classroom that. There, there's no one like you. Yeah. You, I mean, people, you know, you have, you're here on purpose for purpose. Right. You know, and, and I think your life thus far, because you're just at the beginning. You're just, it's I, just chapter one.
1: I am. It's weird. I feel like I've been alive for 800 years.
0: No, but I mean, so far it has been an adventurous life. It's been one of meaning. It's yeah. been one of adventure. Uh, and I give you props for being courageous to to head down south. I'm so thankful that you wanted to do this, and here's why. Because I know that in 10 years, we're going to have a part two. Yeah. Not a part three, four, five, six, because we'll get it right the first time. <laughs> and then the no next more technical part, difficulties. And it'll be on video, too. And you're going to be able to update us with everything Honestly. awesome that's going on.
1: I can't wait for that.
0: Well, I know uh, I, I know I speak on behalf of all of your teachers. We are extremely proud of you. We oh, are thankful thank uh, and honored that you would represent Talmage all the way down in Florida and in the, the, uh, the profession that you're going to be going into. And, uh, and you know what? I do thank you for honoring your teachers as well. Oh, you know yeah. you've always been one who uh, you've never uh, shied from giving thanks <laughs> and showing appreciation. Yeah. So I wish you not luck. Because it's not going to be like, I know great things are in store. I wish you peace and happiness uh, in Florida. And I also wish you a really nice suntan.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm very jealous. But hey, thank you for spending your evening with me.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. It's been, it's been incredible. So thank you for letting me share my story yet again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, it's an awesome story. So, and for, oh, you know what? If people want to follow you, if they want to see these pictures or kind of oh, reach yeah. out to you, uh, give us your uh, your contact information, your yeah, handle. Um, uh.
1: My Instagram is underscore A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-J-A-S-A-R-I-C underscore. And then if you want to follow me on YouTube and watch my journey there, it's just my name, so Anastasia Sarek. Same thing as my Instagram minus the underscores. So, yeah, give me a follow and we'll stay in touch.
0: Well... I expect everyone to be following you right <laughs> after this. And so thank you for listening tonight. And again, if you uh, if you enjoyed this episode, which I know you did, be sure to pass it on. Uh, be sure to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform. Uh, give us a like. Give us a share. Uh, and if you are an alumnus and you would like to be a guest, do not hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, everyone has a story, and we want to hear yours. All right? So you guys have a great evening, and we'll catch you on the next edition of Between Two Blue Devils. I hope you enjoyed our interview today. Be sure to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you are listening on. And also feel free to follow me on Instagram at at Mr. Horner, the teacher or on Twitter at THS, Mr. underscore Horner for podcast updates, blog updates, and more information about our guests. If you liked what you heard, I would appreciate if you give us a review and share the episode. Help me get the message out about how incredible our community is and how awesome our teachers are. If you haven't, Make sure you go back and listen to past interviews. There are a lot of amazing people that we've had the privilege of interviewing. Until next time, go Blue Devils!